0: Today is December 5th, the winter meetings are underway, and well, Brian Reynolds is requested to be traded. (sighs) You're listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Thank you for listening to the bridge to bucktober podcast, <laughs> uh, where we talk all about them Pittsburgh pirates and that. and I didn't say yinz guys, my name is Josh and I'm joined as always by my brother, Jake. What's up, Jake?
1: How we doing, man? Sorry. Didn't mean to throw you off that bad. I just trying to be a little joke here. <laughs>
0: We, uh, for those of you who do not watch on the YouTube channel, we've, we've got a new layout and all that good stuff. And basically me and Jake are on baseball cards now. So when we came back from that, he was holding the bat like he was on a baseball card. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, we had a bunch of things to talk about this week and, uh, it basically all changed when the news came out that that Brian Reynolds was requesting a trade.
1: Yeah, crazy, man.
0: We uh we cut a bunch of stuff out so that you guys didn't have to listen to a 2-hour <laughs> podcast when all you really care and all you really want to hear about is all this Brian Reynolds stuff. Um it is the winter meetings. Uh they started today. We're recording this on the 4th. They started today. Not much has happened today. Uh, Of course, I have San Diego this year. They're in San Diego. And so there's a lot that's, uh... (laughs) I was going to say there was going to be less Pirates talk prior to the other day. Yeah. When did that break? Was that Friday?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it was.
0: Uh, Or was it just, no, it was just yesterday. It was just, It it was Saturday. It was just yesterday. that This broke. Yeah, for sure. Like, I remember Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah,
1: because
0: uh, I was yep. oh my gosh. So you know, bear with us a little bit. We are still on uh kind of reaction mode. Yeah. And before yeah, we sure. before we got on here, we usually prep. We usually talk a little bit. Um for one, it's kind of our chance to kind of catch up a little bit, but um we we kind of both were like, let's not, let's save it. So I got no clue um what your process has been through this. It sounds like more serious than like, Oh, a player on your baseball team. Right. But it's the fact that like, we've been talking about this and it's been so clear to us that he was not getting traded, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that that was not the intention and that he was happy about that. Yeah. So just everywhere, but this is the winter meetings. The rule five draft does happen this week. We are just not going to talk about it though. We will react to it when it happens. Um, You know, I mean, it may come up on a couple of these, uh, a couple of these things, but I mean, this isn't a, we're not going down that road. We don't have time for that, but um, just to get things going, like we, we do have some things we want to, uh, to get out of the way here. There are things that still we would like to talk about. I mean, some of it's even like MLB basic stuff. Like I know it's baseball stuff and we're pretty consistent. We talk about that here. And so that's one of the things that, you know, I still feel like it's, Im- it's important for us to go down that road. Um, oh, yeah, I have like a timer. I was going to do like 60 seconds, right? Give me 60 seconds. Yep. That way you guys know you're not going to be in this for the long haul. Give me 60 seconds to run through some things. And I guarantee I'll get done with it before 60 seconds. I guarantee. <laughs> now, we're not going straight into Brian Reynolds in 60 seconds, but we are going to Pirates News in 60 seconds. Where's that timer? Here we go. Ready? Here we go. Fred McGriff elected to the Hall of Fame tonight, receiving all 16 votes of uh, the Contemporary Baseball Era Committee, which means Albert Bell, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Don Mattingly, Dale Murphy, Raphael Palmeiro and Kurt Schilling all left out this time. They'll have to wait another, what, three years or so before their name can come back up. And so still staying consistent with those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think nobody else received more than eight, uh, but he was, he was there. Uh, moving on, Miguel Cabrera calling 2023 his last season. Jacob deGrom signs a five-year deal with the Texas Rangers, despite not even throwing 100 innings in his last three years. Mike Clevenger, one-year, $12 million to the White Sox. Jose Abreu signed for the Astros for a boatload, showing we were never going to be involved. Kyle Gibson, we were involved with for a second. One year deal with Baltimore. Colton Wong traded the Mariners for Jesse Wenker and Abraham Toro. Zero. <laughs> Sp- I, was, <laughs> I like, was wondering. I started you spent going <laughs> a
1: long time on Fred McGriff. I was like, I don't know, man.
0: Fittingly so. <laughs> He's going to the Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So now kind of. I give you a chance to say one thing about any of those, not each of them. If you have one thing about each of them, but if you have something. I like that you said crime dog. I did leave that out of my statement there, but uh, go. I'll give you 60 seconds to go through those same things with any comments. You're on the clock.
1: Okay, Fred McGriff, good. It's about time. Dude, put up great numbers his whole career. He was among the elite the whole time he was playing. Underrated through the era that, you know, a lot of guys were accused of juicing. Good dude. Congrats, bud. Miggy, it's been fun, Rod. Let's go one more year. Do another special thing like, you know, pool halls. Not quite as special as pool host, but keep your thing going. Do your thing. Tip of the cap to you, buddy. DeGrom, I'm with you. Not a, lot of, not a lot of work in the last few years, but hey, when he's on that rubber, he's the best. Abreu, Clevenger, we weren't really involved. It is what it is. Gibson, I'm not really upset about that. I wouldn't have been happy or upset whether we signed him or not. Colton Wong. Glad I don't have to face you anymore, bud.
0: All right. So we set our piece on those things. Um, So this is the winter meetings after all. All of those things are, you know, things are going to come up. Things are going to go crazy. And a lot of the Brian Reynolds stuff is going to go crazy. Um, We will get to that. Trust me. We're about, what, seven minutes into this thing. We got plenty of time here. Let's settle in, guys. Let's go through some of the Pirates things that happened this week, um, and I'll I'll give you like, I'll pause, and if you have anything to say, say it, or else I'll just move on to the next thing, it, which sure. some of these you won't, but um, actually, no, I'll ask you afterwards. Let me run through them real quick. All right. They officially announced the signing of, of Carlos Santana. In the process, they did DFA Lewin Diaz. He was claimed by the Orioles, so he's completely gone. Miguel Yujore and Ali Sanchez, uh, or Ali Sanchez probably, uh, was placed on waivers and selected. Uh Miggy Yahoo from the is going to the Giants, Sanchez going to the Diamondbacks. Um, the Cardinals have been recorded as saying they are also uh I'll tell you what, before we do that, let's let's go, let's talk about these these waivers, these guys that are gone. These are departures, these are see-a-laters kind of things. Um and we'll start with Lewin Diaz. Last week we said they could very well, DFA Lewin Diaz. Now that they have another first baseman, they could just let him go and let him walk. And it seems that's what they've yeah. done. Uh any surprise there? No, not really. No.
1: Okay. I, I think I'm, I think we I think we saw that coming. Okay.
0: Um Miggy Yahoo, Ali Sanchez. So Sanchez same sort of thing, right? Waiver claim and it was one of those things. We've talked about this Ryan Vallade is on this list too where they mm-hmm. they they claim them, but this isn't one of those like, yeah, we we plan on them sticking around. This is a, it's an opportunistic thing. He could go. So same thing there. But Miggy Yahoo was mm-hmm. here a little bit. Uh, He was part of the Tyone deal. Where are you at? Because mm-hmm. I know you've, I mean, we're on record saying we thought there was more and you've really liked him. Yeah, I
1: mean, I, th- I thought he had a lot more potential than what he, what he was able to show in his time here. I think he's going to go out to San Francisco and I, th- I think he's going to, Figure something out. I mean, I still think he's going to be a good pitcher in a major leagues, whether it be out of the bullpen or a starter. I think he's going to figure something out. Uh, he's got too good of stuff not to.
0: And he's one of those guys who um, his problem is going to be that he was so early to the majors and he's going to run out of options. And he's so young still. Mm-hmm. That he's just going to be one of those like, yeah, he's not working out here, and they're gonna ship him off he's not working out here, and they're gonna and then someday it's gonna click, and he's gonna yeah. have you know two or three really good years, I think in the major leagues and then you know maybe that's maybe that's it um and and maybe that's just all that he he is or maybe he ends up being really good, I don't know the the velocity's not there, which the game is so much velocity right now that that makes it a little bit um. That, that does raise some questions. Um, yeah. Okay, so anyway, speaking of pitching, um, the Cardinals have been recorded as saying they are also interested in a return of Jose Quintana. And this is one, because we've been on this, and I specifically have been on this, I think he needs to come back. Um, I think they need to be aggressive on this one, and they need to get him here so that they don't lose him, specifically lose him to a division rival.
1: Yeah, I think I think that actually in my opinion like I was with you I thought that would, he'd be a great addition. I think, you know, I didn't think they needed to, but now that the Cardinals are interested, you need to bring him back.
0: Well, but you know they need to get an, a starter who's a veteran mm-hmm. who can go yep. out there and and be that. You also need left-handed pitching. Mhm. He fits the bill of all of that.
1: He does. He absolutely does.
0: And I felt like because there was familiarity and because he liked his time here and because our pitching staff loved when he was here, I think that's what's important.
1: Yeah, no, and, I, and like I said, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. Like I wasn't I I wasn't as aggressive as you were about it, but now I'm definitely just as aggressive because I, I, even though even though we're probably not looking at a playoff season, playoff runs type season, still would just rather not have him on the Cardinals.
0: Sure. And, you know, likewise, the Carlos Santana kind of thing, um, it's important to have the, that type of leadership. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, so that's a big piece of that for me. Um, speaking of players liking other players, let's move on to the next thing. Roberto Perez. Um, we know that this is really split. People want him to come back. People don't want him to come back. I get all of it. All the arguments are good uh, for, for one or the other. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's good. Mm -hmm. Um, the one condition that the pirates seem to be on is that they want to make sure he's healthy. And it seems like that involves him playing winter ball, which I don't know that we've seen yet. If so, it's happened in the last few days and I haven't caught it. So I think they want to see him play winter ball. Um, if he plays winter ball, then the deal probably gets done. Mm-hmm. And it and it's going to be what it is. And, you know, we've said what we have Go back and listen to some of the – I don't remember what episode we talked about it. But basically for me, I think the thing was you're nervous about injuries. He should be your backup catcher. If he's not your backup catcher, it should be like he gets this pitcher and this pitcher and the other guy gets these pitchers. And it should be a, a split staff entirely. You should have two starters in that case. And mm-hmm. I think that that's going to be an important thing – uh, to have happen um, just because it's it, it's big. So with that said, the Pirates pitching staff is still talking about how much uh, they loved his presence and pitching to him. So yeah, no, that, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Yeah, it's it just, I just wanted to throw it out there. You know, I was kind of on the side of dude's never healthy. It's a waste of a contract, blah, blah, blah. I've said it all. This changes my opinion. It really does, and I think that the health is still a concern, and I'm I'm, they're just as concerned. You know, they want to see him playing before they make a deal, all that good stuff. And and you know, is he going to be able to stay healthy? I think you're looking for two starting catchers if you sign him, um, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. But definitely, I'm much more intrigued to see if we can bring him back because of how much our pitchers and and pill the whole pitching staff you know, reacted to, Hey, we, we want him back because that, that makes a big difference really does.
0: Yeah. And uh, so, you know, the other point I was, I was going to say here is because of that, because of all those things that you just said, it doesn't matter what we think about his injury history or whether we want to bring him back or not. It's kind of hard to argue with that. Just to echo what you're saying. It's hard to argue with that. Um, so speaking of catchers and having two starting catchers, and we're flying through this, guys. We have to. Um, Sean Murphy's drawing a lot of trade interest. I think I've only heard the Pirates really link to the Blue Jays. Um, and they're, they're you know, three catchers that they're willing to trade one of. Um, but Sean Murphy, a couple things here. I'd rather not play in that game right now. Uh, I've read some about the Braves are out on him recently. That was the last thing they were in. Now they're out. So the asking price must be high. The guardians mm-hmm. are in and a couple other teams, but specifically the guardians, because I've heard a lot of the talk that they may be in position. The latest thing I heard, I thought there was like, Oh, maybe one or two pitchers, but not their but not Espino. Right. But now it seems like there's like three pitchers. They're like, we're not parting with our pitchers. And by saying that, like what you're saying is like dude George Valera is he's he's possibly included in a deal here. Now, that may depend on whether or not the Guardians get him or not, right? And you know, I've a lot of friends who are who are Guardians fans and you know, talking to to Josh this week, he was like if it's Valera, I'd rather just not get Murphy. That's fair. <laughs> so I mean, that's how they feel about it, but like that just might mean you miss out on it. And you know you're picking, that's fine. As a fan, you know so, what I mean. He's picking. He's saying no. I'd rather have Valera than than Murphy. Murphy's a valuable catcher. He's a gold glover. He's a good hitter. There's offensive thing there. But that's a top 100 prospect. And so you're talking about like, I think I think he has two, maybe three years of control still. And you know you're saying, well, what about Andy? What about Davis? Then that kind of mess with their timeline. Or are they going to be there? And he's still going to be there? So I just think, you know, let's stay away from that. You were gonna say before I make my my last point about this, which does kind of segue.
1: No, I was just I, I was just gonna say, you know, I don't really know who Valera is. And some of our listeners probably might not because he's in the Indians or, or Guardians organization. But you said it, he's a top one hundred prospect. He's their number two. And I kind of knew that because I knew what you where where you were going with it. Yeah. But you know,
0: he's their number two. Little he, background. he looks legit. Like, legit, legit. Probably um, the Guardians have had their struggle with outfielders, and whether that's their fault or just, you know, the players, you know, haven't just panned out. That happens all the time. Mm -hmm. With the big, you know, Bradley Zimmer and, you know what I mean, like some of those guys who are just like, "Um, yeah, you're just not what we thought you were. Um, And that's, you know, like I said, it takes a lot to execute on prospects. So it's of no fault, right? Sometimes they, Mm -hmm. you know, work out. Most of the time they don't. This guy looks like one of those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. He looks like one of those Andrew McCutcheon, Starling Marte, Gregory Polanco. And I, the reason I'm saying that is because, like, all three of those were can't-miss prospects, right? Two of them right. worked out. One of them didn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, as a can't-miss yeah. perennial, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, but he, he looks to be, you know what I mean? He looks to be the yep. real deal. And so with with Cleveland in their, in their outfield uh, past, I would, I would be kind of leery of, I'd want to protect those guys too. Yeah, sure. Especially with, um, a bow nailer coming up already. But anyway, we're not, we're not talking Mm -hmm. about the guardians here. Um, the thing is, is that it's going to take a lot. And I think That while we're not playing with Sean Murphy thing, I think the Pirates should stay very close to that situation because I think if they were to trade Reynolds, which we'll get into here very shortly, (laughs) if they were to trade Brian Reynolds, they need to wait until after this Sean Murphy deal gets done because if they're asking for a lot for Murphy and they get a lot, the team who gets Brian Reynolds should be prepared to top that offer Mm -hmm. He is more valuable than Sean Murphy and that's not downplaying Sean Murphy. Like I'd love to have him actually (laughs) like he's, he's, he's for real too. Like he's a solid catcher, not only hits, but a gold Glover. And you know, the, the, the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, Reynolds should have a higher price tag. Yeah. And I think that that's where they need to be if Trades are going to happen. And right now I would say we've been hearing Brian Reynolds trade rumors as we just, as we just full on move into this. Okay. Here we go, guys. As we full on move in, we've been hearing Brian Reynolds trade rumors for the last two years. Yeah. Heavy, right? Anybody listening here could say, Oh, it's actually longer than that. Whatever. It's been heavy for the last Mm -hmm. two years. And it's been tiresome because it's always been, dude, it's just not going to happen. What you've said is not enough. And also what everyone is saying here is that it's just not, it's not in their interest to trade him. It's not. And it sounds like maybe the Pirates still aren't interested in trading him. (laughs) You know what I mean? The quote Mm. is, this will have zero impact on our decision making this offseason. He remains a key member of our team and i think it says we look forward to the great season he will have next year <laughs> <laughs> now you can say what you want about how much of this is wordplay and how much of this is um uh trying to keep the value high right you know what i mean there's the whole leverage situation that that we'll get into um i don't know man the, <laughs> I, like I said, I'm I'm all over the place with this thing. I have been all over the place with this thing. Just trying to let information come in, see what we find out. We haven't found a lot out yet. No. We just know that, one, it's been reported he requested it, and, two, uh, he hasn't come out and denied that. <laughs> so, you know, because it's been sources, but he hasn't denied anything, and you would think if he didn't say that, his people would come out and say, uh, actually we did not do that. Nobody's saying we did not do that, which means,
1: right. sounds like they did. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, let's, let's full on, uh, get into it. We're not going to take a break today. Uh, let me just take a second. Um, we're going to, we're just going to tell you guys without taking the full break here. Um, check us out on Twitter, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's bridge, the number two bucktober. um, Actually, even on YouTube, it's Bridge to Number Two Bucktober. Uh, they do the whole thing now, where you can actually do that. But anyway, get on those socials. I'm, um, I'm on Twitter a lot uh, under the under the Bridge to Bucktober Twitter. So like constantly, like just feed it. Get in, get in contact. Get into the discussions. Talk about it. All that stuff. Um, Jake, where do you, where do you hear the podcast?
1: Yeah, the podcasts are available on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Video podcast is on YouTube. You know, subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. We like to hear from aliens.
0: Yeah, we do. And that's the thing is, you know, YouTube's pretty cool because you can actually comment right on the video as you're watching it and say you guys are full of crap or, you know, whatever. Whatever. whatever you love the new format, dude. Listen, if you guys aren't, if you guys aren't, uh, if you're not YouTube watchers of the podcast and you just listen, like I'm all for that. That's you know, whatever. This would be a good one to just go out and check it out. If you like baseball cards, just go out and check it out, man. I, I just, I've been excited, and you know, we have the shirts Josh too. Put a,
1: Josh put a lot of work into this, <laughs> and he's been excited, and and, and for a couple weeks now, he's put in a ton of work,
0: dude. It, I was. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, tell like looks fantastic, dude. three you in the morning job. the other night. But um yeah, and there's just there's more too. Like I, I have some, you know, we've got some shirts and stuff out there uh to, for you guys to, you know, wear around and and you know, support, uh, support us and all that stuff. I'm working on some new stuff there too. I wanted to get the layout done, but like this theme is not gonna stop here. It's something that we've been talking about that we thought would be really cool for a long time. And so here we are. Uh right now there's Brian Reynolds back of his baseball card kind of is right there on the screen. So anyway, um, so here we go. Um, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know. Like I I put these things in order on our notes, but I don't really know what order we really want to go into. What we know is that Brian Reynolds people representatives have made it clear he's ready to get traded. And I'm actually going to start with this. Uh, let's go back to, because I think this is, I think I put these out of order. Let's go back to October. Everybody's writing their things. Everybody's having communication, talking to Brian Reynolds. He seemed happy. He seemed satisfied with the situation. He seemed appreciative that, that, that the team was not wanting to trade him and that they've been telling him that, apparently, right? I mean, these are the things that we're, yep. that we're hearing from people who had conversations with him that he was excited about the talent on the team. That this was not a thing where he was saying, I'm sick of losing 100 games, this sucks. Like, he wasn't mad when he left the ballpark in October. And so, what changed?
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's a good question. It it, it has to come down to dollars. You know, he's looking for that extension. They've been in the extension talks.
0: So... And we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, because what we're going to do is we're going to play a couple arguments here. Mm -hmm. And I think you and I, uh, first and foremost, let me just, uh, I'm going to say my thing before we go into all this, and I'm going to give you an opportunity to kind of say your thing. Not only am I floored by this, but I just haven't quite understood where I'm at in my head with it yet. Like, I'm still just, I'm still kind of processing. I'm still taking in information. I'm still trying to figure out, like where, where I'm at with this, because I don't think I have enough information to really say like one way or the other, where I like how I feel about it. What did you think? I, mm-hmm. I was shocked. It was completely, uh, it was, com- it was completely different from what I had known to be true. Right. So I, that's where I'm at. I, I don't know yet. I don't know. And I know Gary said when I was on the fan forum with him, he said, I know you don't like to take a side, (laughs) but that's not like, sure. I like to look at all angles. I like to see things from all the perspectives and I see value in all the different arguments and like, I see truth in all the different arguments. This is sports. It's fun to talk about, right? So that's where Mm -hmm. we're here. And I just don't, I don't, I don't know if I have an opinion yet. And I just want to know before we get into all this stuff, like, where are you at? Cause we haven't talked about this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, um I was I was kind of surprised. You know, I just assumed from what happened in the arbitration before this year, you know, nothing came right out and said, I said lock this guy up. I said get this deal done. We're not going to arbitration, all the all that. I just I honestly I I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to get the deal done as large as Reynolds deserves. Hmm. just hmm. because of nuttings past. Mm-hmm. But I was also on the fence of just maybe this time, because he was so adamant about that, not let go into arbitration with this guy. You know, I, I just thought that it, not that it would be different, but it would be different.
0: Okay. Um, John Heyman tweeted that the pirates had offered Reynolds an extension that would have made him the highest paid pirate in history by dollar figure Beating the $70 million extension that Key Brian Hayes got. Um, that seems obvious to me. And I don't think anybody's like, I think everyone when they read that report was like, uh, at first it was like, oh, so that, oh, wait, no, no kidding. <laughs> like, n- no kidding. <laughs> right. Like, that's right. not a surprise. If they didn't, it'd been like, oh, they lowballed him. Right. Oh, yeah. And Big which game. I've seen. You know, I've seen other reports that we we still don't know numbers, um, but I, I've seen other reports that is I don't know if I save these to my phone or no, I've seen other reports that say uh, that it was not a lowball offer like they didn't lowball him. And, I, you know, that word, I think, is a little different if they would have said, all right, we'll give you five years, 75. What, what is that? Let me, let me pull up my calculator real quick
1: like 17
0: yeah 15 17. i I should have been able to do that math in my head but you're talking yeah. 15 million a year like no that's not there like you're not there mm-hmm. I, I, if if you're talking five years i mean you're definitely over 100 million probably right. i mean that's 20 million a year you're probably looking at what 25 you know what i mean that's 125 i mean that's The problem is, is that Brian Reynolds is 20, he's going into 28, age 28. Yeah, he's going into age 28 season. This is typically when you sign your big deal. Mm -hmm. Sometime between now and 30 or now and 31. The fact that he's not going to be a free agent until before his age 31 season, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he just says, I don't want to sign an extension. Like that would be reasonable. For him to say no, because I can't really prolong free agency. And, it, and maybe the Pirates yeah. are saying they want to sign him till he's 34. To him, that might be like, uh, I can't sign this deal if I'm signed till I'm 34. I would understand that. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff makes sense to me as I say them. So maybe let's get into this. Uh, I I don't really want to I don't really want to mess around with numbers because I I, the reason I don't want to is because I would rather have prepared better for that. Like I would have rather have had some numbers in mind and gone over some of those things rather than try to think of them on the spot. I didn't do that. So I'm not going to go down the the speculation of, you know, what what does a deal look like? Um, I had written that down literally, but that that's not something I that I think we can cover unless you have ideas. <laughs> because the thing is, is no, like there I are mean, some I... people coming out saying like, let's just sign him to a long term deal then instead of trading him. Like, because there are some people saying yes, he once traded, but if you meet his contract request, does that change? Is he now happy, or is he right. at the point now where we already did the thing with the with arbitration where you guys screwed things up? Now you're screwing this thing up. Like I'm just done. Yeah. So I let's, let's make that the next thing. Our first argument is the Pirates are cheap. They're not the amount of money. They're screwing this up with logistics. Uh, they ruined the relationship. This is on Nutting. This is on Williams. This is on Sherrington. They treated Reynolds poorly, and he just has to get out. Uh, do you see that? Now, we're making this argument. This isn't meaning this is what I believe, because this is definitely one thing that I could believe. This could be one of those things where I might say this might be the proof of all the things. And this is this is the thing right before we get in there, because this is the thing that is going to fly around. I told you so. Right. I told you they were going to trade Reynolds. Uh, Hold on. They never said they wanted to trade Reynolds. Right. This has gone the other direction. The Pirates had zero intentions of trading Brian Reynolds. Whether you, whether you guys are out there saying, I told you he'd be gone. I told you he'd be gone. This has nothing to do with the Pirates. They did not plan on doing this. Now, that doesn't mean they didn't handle things poorly or, right. or whatever. We'll get through all this stuff because there's arguments in all these different directions. But you didn't tell anybody so because it still wasn't true in October. Right. When, when Brian Reynolds says, I want to play here, I believe that he wanted to play here.
1: Shoot. It wasn't true in November.
0: Sure. But they had the conversations face to face with Brian Reynolds in October and Brian Reynolds was pleased.
1: Right. Right.
0: And so, you know, when we, when we go there, like things change, that doesn't mean anyone was right. If they were saying that stuff in June. Right. That you were still wrong in June, but things change. And something changed here. And this is why we always reluctantly say, oh, well, it won't happen. Well, you can't say it won't. <laughs> because, number one, <laughs> things could change. If 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 the Yankees came with their top two prospects, which, by the way, they won't, then you might be really, really pressured into making that move. Right. So, anyway, things change, and that's that's what we're dealing with right here. And so... I am obviously not optimistic about Bob Nutting Ready? Ready? Dang it, Bobby. Like, I'm just not optimistic <laughs> about the way that things are handled and, right. and all that. Did we think maybe there was a change? Maybe. But if the Pirates really screwed this up, and you know what? Hey, the Santana deal, what happened after the Santana deal? There was a change in the conversation by Ben Sherrington. He was saying things that were different. They were saying things about making the 23 team better, and he mm-hmm. was it there felt to be some conviction behind it, And I wonder if this Brian Reynolds stuff had started right around then, and they started saying, "Look, we'll we'll go for it, Brian. We want to keep you. We'll try to we'll, maybe that was what changed their tune. Maybe this argument had started then. Yeah. Either way. Right now, our argument is it didn't, and they're just lousy, and they're screwing this whole thing up. And this rebuild that Sherrington's going through, which, by the way, we just don't know. We don't have the facts on this yet. Maybe it's just going to go awful, and this is a part of it because if the, if the, if they're making guys not even want to be there, that's not good. Right. So how much validity do you think, and, and how pa- plausible is it that they're just screwing? I mean— your opinion very plausible thank you
1: (laughs) i mean it's very plausible but you know and and if we're taking this argument and we're saying that this is what's going on excuse me but you know it's easy to look at this and say yeah yeah it's a hundred percent the pirates fault they're not bucking up the money you know it's i mean it's it's just it's just this is what it is to be a Pirates fan. We're not going to lock anyone up. We're never going to do this. Here we go again.
0: Yeah. Doesn't matter who's in the front office. Nutting controls the whole thing. Yep. Which, unfortunately, like, that, that's just so true. And it feels like, in a situation like this, not saying that that I was 100% like, Sherrington's going to fix the whole thing. No, we have our we have our doubts that nothing's going to allow it to happen when it needs to happen still. You know, we still need to we still need to see it happen. Right. We like the things that we hear about development and about you know, the fact that I don't know, we just like some of the process, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's they still have to execute on it. Like saying see, we have a don't... plan, saying we have a plan doesn't mean you're going to execute.
1: Yeah, and and I'm and, and like you said earlier, we're we're still reactive. We're still waiting to hear more information. I want to find out. I would really love to know what the number was.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh well, yeah, we got
1: to know the number because that would that would make uh, things a lot more clear. Yeah. on which side of the fence we're leaning on. Sure. I okay. Mean, were they so swinging for the, the, were they swinging like super low?
0: It, apparently As they weren't for low Brian Reynolds. Yeah, but apparently they weren't low balling, but they were just not getting anywhere. That's the thing. They weren't getting anywhere. And maybe that was there's not enough years. Maybe that was there's too many years. Because like I've said, this is your one chance. If you're going to lock me up to 34, then it better be. The the money goes up. If you're going to take maybe like one or two years of my free agency so that I can still hit free agency at 32, 33, then maybe I'm okay with like a fair deal that, that locks up those big years, but he's going to need 30 million at, at 31 and 32. And I say that saying like, no, I don't think that he's necessarily like MVP every year, 30 million, but like money changes. If I sign a deal that pays me 20 million now, I'm not like, that's not a lot. I mean, it's a lot. Don't get me wrong. It's a lot. But in comparison to other players, judge is trying to get 40 million, right? Right. The big guys, like, people make 10 to 20 million right now. When you get over 20 million, you start talking about the elite players. And by all standards of all the people that are writing, he's elite. Yeah. I, I believe that. it says it right here in these arguments <laughs> like that he's elite. Like that's the word that they use to describe him. And I'm trying to look for the actual sentence cuz I I know that it's in this but i' I'm just not uh I'm not gonna look for it anyway the the thing is is if he's in that air, then you gotta pay for him in that air mm-hmm. you've got to be north of twenty million per season in every so just single to, season just
1: to shed a little bit of just to shed a little bit of this on here Jose Ramirez just signed a very what they said a very team friendly deal seven years one hundred and forty one million that's just north of twenty million a year
0: yeah yeah, not much, but just not north. Not
1: much, but just north.
0: Yep. And the thing here, I actually found it. It says that he's been a sought-after trade candidate around the game as a controllable player performing at an elite level mm-hmm. for a team in the depths of a lengthy rebuild is the rest of that sentence. But <laughs> the thing is, is, like, that's that's what it is. Like, you could make the argument. I mean, I think it would be a fun exercise. I mean, they play a different position, so there's a little bit of difference there, but... I think it'd be interesting to look at the brian reynolds uh up against jose ramirez because mm-hmm. jose ramirez is like elite elite right i mean at least i think mm-hmm. he is
1: oh yeah i think absolutely. he should
0: be i think that some of the numbers that he puts up i mean they went down a little bit this year but some of the numbers he puts up i mean he's a he's in the mvp still, conversation every year i think his power he, just went he down still, a,
1: he still basically hit 30 uh 28 he didn't he 280 280 with 29 homers,
0: 29 homers. So yeah, he's still there, and he he just rakes. He's a ton of doubles. He's you know what I mean. Like, and there's not much hole there. Both of them are switch hitters. I think, but I mean, but Ramirez is a little bit older, right? I mean, especially his experience. Reynolds has three years in the majors, three almost right. four, right. almost four. He's about nine days short of of four years in the majors. <laughs> nine days. Talk about control. Um, manipulation and all that stuff. But anyway, and that actually wasn't. He came up because of an injury, so that's kind of weird. We were like, who's Brian Reynolds? Oh. <laughs> oh, Cole Tucker's coming it's up? This oh, and this other Brian Reynolds guy that we got for is coming up too. <laughs> and look yeah, at the difference crazy. between those two guys. He wasn't early. Tucker was early. Anyway, so let's go to the second argument here. Because I just said that Brian Reynolds almost has four years of service time. Mm-hmm and and i'm going to make this argument and like i said guys this is not this isn't where i'm at this isn't what i feel although there's some of this that i question and i don't know if i'm right on this or not and i'm like i said i'm not convicted this isn't like a strong opinion of mine but let me just take this angle who do you think you are there is a system in place you get 6 years before you hit free agency i'm kind of old school in the fact that i'm like hey earn your way there Mm -hmm. who are you to be asking for a traded before asking for a trade before you've even earned it and I the play is there I'm not saying the numbers aren't there he's great we just said he plays at an elite level but there's something to be said about putting your time in the system is in place and you're you're going outside of the rules here. You're not the rules, but you're kind of going outside of this. Like who do you think you are? Mm -hmm. You do your time and you earn these types of things. You get an automatic no trade clause. Once you're 10 years in the league, like these are just things that happen, right? What is it called? 10 and I don't know. There's some kind of rule, right? Where you get like this thing where you can veto trades once you've been in the league for very long because you're considered a veteran You consider it a guy who's earned his way there, and like I just don't know if like there's part of me that that questions. Well, no, no. I'm sorry. We said we were going to go into these arguments, right? So we said we were going to act like we're wholeheartedly on this, whether we are or not. We're not. Neither one of us are. We don't really know. (laughs) But wholeheartedly, how do you think? Like I don't know if I want him. What changed? I mean, like Brian Reynolds to me has always been. He's always been quiet. He never speaks up. He never looks like he's having fun. And it's been okay because I've always seen him as a clock in, clock out kind of guy. I come in, I punch in, I work hard. I don't take plays off. I'm going to give you my best. I'm clocking out and I'm going home and I'm enjoying my time at home. Mm -hmm. And the next day I'll be back to do it again. And I'm not going to take it for granted. I'm putting in my time. This is outside of that for sure outside of that I do yeah. agree with that that that's not a speculation thing requesting a trade before you have been in the league for 4 years is outside of that mentality of of mm-hmm. being grateful and clocking in clocking out and just being a blue collar baseball player you should right. be you should be thankful that you're on the field and i don't say that to say he doesn't deserve money he's worth the money, especially on a team that like most people are only going to the game to see Brian <laughs> Reynolds when you look at the <laughs> roster. I mean, obviously it's starting to change a little bit. Uh, O'Neal Cruz is bringing people there. You know, Key Brian still takes a, a, does play a part in that because he's so fun to watch him and, and because they locked him up. I think that matters to a fan. Um, But like, I, I'm not, you know, there is part of this. It, it, how far do you go down that path where you kind of wonder... Like is is some of this on Brian Reynolds? Like, how could you come out and do this?
1: Yeah, and it's it's, I'm I'm gonna lean on this this crutch just one more time, just because it's kind of it's recent. It was it was just last year that they locked up Jose Ramirez for that team friendly deal, and then you got a guy like Reynolds. and You're like, oh, maybe he'll do that too. And wait, you're not wait you're not gonna do that? Or really, like, you like it here and you're just like nah you ain't pay me enough money <sighs> get out of here small budget team somebody else will pay me if you don't so i'm just get me out of here now like really
0: yeah let me go now it, he very well if he was unhappy with the contract negotiations assuming he is <laughs> like let's right, uh, off, is, yeah. off the argument on the to truth he's he's not happy with him and so like you know but we don't know what those offers are Right. If it's if it's the Jose Ramirez deal, I think he's he probably should be saying like, "Oh, great. Let's do it." If it's you know, if he's saying, "No, I think you're going to need to get me up higher than that." You got to beat the Jose Ramirez deal. Then I I think at that point I'm saying, "Uh, okay. Like I'm okay with that and let's say that's it. I'm okay with him wanting it. But I'm still kind of like, I think I'll play out my my contract and I'll go to free agency." Yeah. On time. Because here's what, I, here's what I do believe. He has every right to do that. He does not have to sign an extension. He very well could say, no, I think when I've done my six years, I want to go to free agency because that's a privilege. To enter mm-hmm. free agency is a privilege for these players. Some players, Brian Reynolds I thought was one of them, would much rather just know where he is. Right. Hey, I just want to play for one team. I want to settle in and I don't want to have to deal with drama. And he felt like one of those guys. He did not feel like a guy to me who was like, I don't mind bouncing around to get the the best money. You know what I mean? Or in the best situation. Some guys mm-hmm. will sign and say, sure, but if we're not contending, I expect to be dealt to a team who is, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm chasing a ring. Some people would rather have that security. I want to play major league baseball. I want to know that my, that I'm taking care of, that my family's taking care of, and that my kids' families are taking care of. And probably their kids' yeah. families are taken care of, right? <laughs> With the money that these guys are making. Right. So, like, get your bag, but I'd rather, you know, I'm not going to get hung up over $10 million. You know what I mean? Total money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some guys are like that. You know, some guys are like that. Other guys, they have every right. When they hit six years and they go to free agency, they have every right. They, that is a privilege for them to be able to do that. And I think that they deserve it. I think the players are who brings the people. Absolutely. So this is the problem I have with it, is on, on, on the Reynolds side of things. I, I have no problem with you saying, I'd rather not sign. I think our negotiation has gone nowhere. And like I said, we talked about whether that was a bad negotiation piece on the pirate side or not. When we find that out, that'll answer one of those questions. But even if it was bad, I don't know what it would be to, for me to justify Brian Reynolds camp in saying, just, just get me out of here now. Like, What was so bad? It can't be a low somebody, ball offer. Somebody
1: almost had to say something.
0: Yeah, to me, a low ball offer is not enough reason to request a trade. It's not. Right. Somebody had to say we are not winning until you're a free agent. And so we want to sign you for those years and let him say like I'm not going three more years of this. I'm not doing this for three more years. That yeah. would be that would be justification. Mm -hmm. you're telling me we're going to be bad for three more years and I'm not going to get a chance to be on a good team until I'm 31, 32 years old? No. Get me out of here. That would be what it would take for me. I don't care if they offered him five years and 75. To me, that's not enough reason. That you can be offended by that and still say, I think I'll just go to free agency. If you guys want to play ball with this number, you contact me back. Otherwise, I'm just going to do my time and hit free agency when it's due, knowing that he's going to get traded anyway. The pirates can't just let him go to free agency. He'll get dealt. Maybe not this year, but you know what I'm saying? And if they, and if they don't feel like they can compete with him, they move him. If things go bad, you know what I mean? Right. Yep. But leave it in the pirates hands at that point. I think that this is, like I said, somebody had to say something. Or say, dude, you're not worth that much, or something like that, and then slam him because we've heard front offices on other teams go into arbitration and slamming players. Yeah. And that's not fun either. Now, he didn't have to go to arbitration this year. He signed for this year. Right. So there's none of that played. So I just don't know, man. I just feel like we have to know more. We have to know what happened, what changed things, because it does not feel right to me. He does not feel like the type. To to be like that, to say, I haven't put my time in yet, but I want to be treated like I have. And maybe I'm completely off base on that. Maybe that's a really old school take on my part. You know what I mean? And it very well <laughs> could be. And I would be welcome to, you know, to, to that argument. But I because I don't I don't know. I this is this has thrown me off a little bit. To me, I'm kind of a guy who says I'll do my time and I'll earn my way, but I have to earn it. It's not just given to me. And that's the way I've kind of felt things. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll go through my, my time. And I don't know. Do you, do you feel like there's some of that? Like, do you feel like that's maybe just where we grew up? Probably. I mean, (laughs) it's feel like it's like clock in, clock uh, out, do your time. Eventually, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And we've both been accused of being, having a lot of old school thoughts on here and, (laughs) we we get that and and that's it's kind of you're right it's the way we were brought up it's the way the culture around where we grew up grew up you know that's just that's just what we what we know yeah um but yeah i just it's just so (laughs) this is just a baffling thing to me because this is this is not supposed to be baseball this is supposed to be the football guys the basketball guys, I <laughs> went out of here. I'm a baby. Just get me out of here. That usually doesn't happen in baseball. You don't hmm. get guys requesting trades early.
0: Early, People that's yeah. That's a good yeah. Well, you know what's different though with with baseball and football is those guys are paid right out of the gate. There is no you have six years before you know what I mean. There, all that stuff doesn't the exist. Money
1: aside. No, but I'm saying, aside.
0: but I'm saying that it kind of explains that yeah and i think maybe you know because we're baseball guys maybe we see that more as the sure there is a lot of um, the
1: nba is absolutely horrible with it yeah there's constantly people the players do li- literally run that league this guy wants traded he picks his team he pick. it's it's unbelievable yeah the the types of things that go on in the nba yeah, I don't, but I the just, only yeah, and the only I,
0: thing, and I'm and I'm. This is probably semantics, right? But like when you say the players run that league, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they kind of should, but not in the way that you're saying. But like that line, like it is tough because they do deserve it. I don't know. It, it 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 is tough. And like I said, it's just a completely different ball game in those leagues because they're impact players as soon as they get out of college baseball is just different and it's been different and maybe it shouldn't be different. Maybe that's why we're having this discussion. Maybe this is part of it. I don't really know. I'm open to all those things. Right. But for me, it does like just in life, it just feels like, you know, when you first get hired on, you got 90 days. They could let you go after 90 days if it's not working and you can't, you know what I mean? Like there's just things like that. Like you got to kind of do your time. And I don't know, I guess I'm kind of one of those, like shut up and do your work. You know what I mean? Like, and and but ultimately that's, that's this kind is their, of
1: the culture of, that's kind of the culture of pirates baseball though, that we've always been a blue collar team. Uh, so I, like, I don't
0: want to say that though. That's the culture of Pittsburgh baseball. Like that's what the, that's what the fans of Pittsburgh, right? Pittsburgh style baseball is blue collar, go do your work. So like aside from, you know, that's the only reason I say that is like, aside from pirates, yeah. aside from, nutting saying yes you, you don't you know what I mean you don't need to get paid but still like that's mm-hmm. that that kind of proves your point that is the culture of what we expect we don't like it yeah. when guy's dog no and so part of this is part of this has a little bit of that feeling and I've always thought man Reynolds is perfect for Pittsburgh because he is that yeah this just looks different now like we said, it comes out that somebody, like you said, somebody said something. Either mm-hmm. somebody offended him in those negotiations, or, like, I, like I, the point that I made is, if they told him it's going to be three years before they win and they want him signed to an extension because they want him there when they win and it's not going to happen, then that might be, I'm not doing this for three more years. And that would be one of those situations where I'd be like, you might be so upset that you tell them to move, and then there's the thought process. And you tell me if there's anything if there's any belief here. Is this a tactic on Reynolds' part to get them to do more? Mm.
1: I that's a good that's a good question and that's it's a good thought. I mean, maybe maybe it is or maybe somebody said something about his mom. <laughs> and he's like, "Nope, I'm out."
0: So you're still Damn. on the somebody I if just, somebody said yeah. something. <laughs> No,
1: no, 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 I I didn't think about it that way as in like a tactic on him to try to get them to kind of move closer to his terms. But I I mean, I guess it could be, it could be a play. I don't know. I don't don't know how these negotiations go, man. I've, we have no inside information on anything that.
0: Hear me, hear me. This is funny. I expect the listeners to laugh at this because I'm not being for real. We've avoided We've avoided this on the podcast. We maybe made a joke here or there, but we've avoided this. But it's out there. It's on Twitter. People talk about it. When does Brian Reynolds struggle? <laughs> when does he struggle? Can you? Do you have the ability to say it or do I have to?
1: <laughs> I'm just going to...
0: Mama said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. But he struggles when his wife is pregnant. Could you imagine... I think it's coincidence. Whatever. Could you imagine the Pirates saying, "We'll only sign you to an extension if you don't have any more?" Kids?
1: Oh my gosh! I'm out of oh here, my dude. Gosh. Right?
0: That would be an "I'm out of here" moment.
1: <laughs> yes, that, that would, would be, 100%. be a dude.
0: Trade me right now. I can't believe that came out of your mouth. We're done here. Yeah. That's a trade me moment, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's just that's a trade me moment. All right,
0: so here's the question. Uh because we're going over. It's 59 minutes in as far as what my recording says anyway. So, dude, we're on this thing. Right? Here we go. Uh this is too big to let go. We're going to try to we're going to try to wrap this up. I know we've been really intentional about staying under an hour with these last few episodes and but like come on. This is the Brian Reynolds thing. And we really did speed into this. Throw me a bone here. Cuz I want to know do I? This is a two-part question, but I'm going to start with the first one. Do the Pirates trade Brian Reynolds or not? Let's just say this: during the winter meetings, or at least lay some serious ground like before this, before spring training, or you know what I mean. In general, like, do they move this? Do they move him?
1: Listen, we're 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 terrible at predictions.
0: I, uh, but like, okay, you're right, and we are.
1: It, it, but but as far as I'm concerned, all I can say is, do they? It, it, it just depends on what comes across the table. It, there's no way to, for me to sit here and say, "Yeah, they move
0: him." Okay.
1: If they get the I, right deal, if they get the right offer, I think there's definitely going to be more talk
0: than oh, there yeah. would have been. Well, the, I start, the I,
1: discussions will get further than they would have been. Well, and I would've. said
0: it before. We we heard a lot about Brian Reynolds trades for the last two years. Mm-hmm. I think that we will start to see like legitimate offers, real talks. I think we'll see legitimate offers on the table, not the crap offers we've seen in the past. I think now right. that, like, I think that even then people were like, "What if we did this?" Like, I think they knew it wasn't real, and that it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, and they were trying to sway the the needle down. Mm-hmm. Instead, now it's real. Now it's mm-hmm. like, well, well, we'll. That's my next question. So here's, I I don't know if they do or not. I, I I'm there. They they ha- they say. This will have zero impact on our decision making this off season. Yeah, right. They say that. They say that. Um, okay. Should they?
1: If they get an opportunity to make the twenty twenty three team better by moving him, they should.
0: What about the twenty twenty four team? What if it's the twenty twenty four team? It's because I because here's what I'm saying. If you get a legit prospect yeah. that's not ready this year, but like maybe next, maybe in twenty four,
1: or maybe you know maybe by the end of this year he gets yeah his cup maybe gets his feet wet this year, and then
0: you can still replace him with a one year deal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's guys out there right now that you could go out. I mean, my goodness, it's hilarious to say it because everybody's saying it anyway. Just let Cody Bellinger play center field this year. You know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? But, and I don't, and I'm not saying, let's go get Cody Bellinger. I'm saying there are guys out there who you can sign to a one-year deal. Absolutely. And, and, and I mean, the same thing that we're doing, I mean, not the same thing we're doing at first, because I don't know that we have a successor there, but, (laughs) (laughs) but like the, it's the idea that to say, like, I mean, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to make 23 better, but what about the argument that like, uh, if he's going to be a butt all year next year, Mm -hmm. then yeah, they should. If he's going to, you know, make it hard for other guys to to keep developing and do better and believe in the team, if he's going to be a problem in the clubhouse, which he's never been. Right. At least not to our knowledge. So maybe there's a should in that. So with that said,
1: absolutely could
0: be. With that said, last question. Does this give other teams the leverage? Now that they know he wants out.
1: I don't think so. And why not? I think you're still going to get what you, I think you're still going to get out of a deal, what you deserve to get out of a deal for a guy of his caliber with that many years of control.
0: And when you say, I think that's the key words, that many years of control, the pirates absolutely do not have to trade him. The system says they have him for three more years. Mm -hmm. What's in place right now. Now, if you guys want to talk about the system's bad, that's another discussion. And I'd welcome that discussion as well. (laughs) Like, we could talk about that. But that's not what we're talking (laughs) about right now, right? What we're talking about is what's in place right now is that this is how things work. And Mm -hmm. the Pirates could let him play for this team for three more years. Here's what I will say, too. I don't think you're going to get a bad Brian Reynolds for three years just because you kept him around. Oh, what kind of production are you going to get out of him if he doesn't want to be there? How good is he going to be? He wants to get paid. Mm Mm-hmm. He's not gonna perform intentionally perform bad. And also, if he does, if he has a hard time playing hard, go get it, go get a different job. You don't yeah, you don't belong here. Somebody else will appreciate that position and and they'll play it and be happy about it. Absolutely. Granted, I will say this: Brian Reynolds is not a guy who's not gonna play hard. It just nothing in his career has ever shown that he is not he's going to have a hard time getting into the game no he's playing major league baseball if you have a hard time getting into the game in major league baseball you need to talk to somebody yeah you know what i'm saying just for you you need to talk to somebody there's no level of entitlement yeah. that i'm sorry it doesn't happen like you you're playing major league baseball and i don't think Brian Reynolds <laughs> is i don't think that he's above that i think that you'll yeah. see him play hard and play well there won't be a, a a selfish at bat. Yeah, and it's D- not you like, know what I'm saying it's
1: not like he's got anything against the guy across from him in the locker room either.
0: That's very true. I mean, unless one of those guys t- told him not to have any more kids. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you're right. It's not about them, right? Something happened that changed that. I do not think this gives anybody any extra leverage. I think if anything. Now that you feel it's real, I think you'll start seeing real offers yeah not these fake things that we've heard from people like Clint Frazier and anduhar which is hilarious because anduhar plays for us now but that's the joke right and mm-hmm. it's just I think that you will get legitimate offers on the table and that we haven't seen before um yeah. but here's what you'll also get now that everybody is willing to give up the right pieces, they're going to like try to throw David Bednar into the deal. I can see it now. They're going to be like, yeah, we'll do that. But I mean, like we should get Bednar too. What? <laughs> yeah. Where are we going here? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do that deal. But we also get O'Neal Cruz. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get real.
1: Yeah. The buck stops here.
0: Yeah. And what I'm hoping out of this, uh, because this is bad. This is bad no matter what way you look at it. it. It looks bad for the pirates, whether there's any truth to that or not. There probably is going to be truth to that. It, it looks bad. It is bad. It doesn't have to mean that it stays there. It will still be perceived as, as bad. But if they let something like this go without changing, then it's even worse. Yeah. They should be taking a situation like this and saying, I can't let this kind of crap happen. Not here. Not here. We've got enough problems. We've got problems with not being able to compete financially with New York and L.A. Straight up. you I know nutting is cheap, but that team, even if he wasn't, will not compete financially with New York and L.A. It will not happen. Whether you right. want it to or not, they do not have that kind of money. They mm-hmm. have more than what they're spending, no doubt. But they don't have New York and L.A. money they don't have that market it's not even close no. and until that system changes it's not going to be close however they could pay Brian Reynolds absolutely i think cincinnati is definitely in a bigger market and they definitely have more money but how many years ago was it that that vado got 20 mil a year and they're not while they do have more money than what's mm-hmm. in pittsburgh it's it can't be by that much more Sure, they have a huge market, but it's not a lot of big cities. Right. You know what I mean? It can't be that much bigger. Say what you want about San Diego. That's an awful take. They're like the fifth biggest city in America. Don't give me that. And I know it doesn't matter how big the city is. It does. It does. There's more people. Yeah. It's clear. But Cincinnati is not far off, and that's a reasonable comparison. Yeah. I think it's closer to Cleveland and So is our money, but their ownership's bad there, too. Their front office is great. Their ownership's bad. The way they handled that name change, that name could have been changed 10 years ago. (laughs) They've been complaining about that since we were kids. I remember going up to Cleveland and seeing people out there complaining about it, right? What are they complaining about? Mm -hmm. I was a kid. I had no idea. (laughs) And nobody cared back then. Anyway. Anyway. I, dude, this is this is just this is crazy to me. This came out of nowhere. I, this was the last thing I expected to happen. I would say in the Brian Reynolds situation, I I believe this is the last thing I expected to happen.
1: Yeah, same.
0: I expected they're not going to come to a deal. I expected we'll deal with extensions talk next year. I expected we're never going to get an extension with him. I expected to hear stuff like that. This to me is different, and I just that's the part that has me confused. If you, would, <clears throat> if you would have told me, I got to take a drink here. If you would have told me this is going to be handled poorly by the Pirates, they are not going to offer the amount of money he's worth, and they will deal him maybe before his last year, maybe even before 24. I would have said, I, don't, I just don't see it happening before 24. But I very much thought He's not getting an extension because of his age, and because he didn't come get to the majors until he was twenty six years old, right? Twenty six is that right? Twenty four, okay. I don't know why I was thinking that. Oh, I think I'm I'm thinking about Degrom. What a hack! That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. He's the best pitcher in baseball when he's on the field. Um, so twenty four, but still, he didn't get a full season. in. first full season twenty five. That's late right now. You know what I mean? 24 Mm -hmm. to 26 used to be the norm. It's really moved to like 22, 24 now. Yeah. And not that that's terrible if you come up later than that, but it's just the idea that like those kind of guys that come up 25 or later, they don't sign that extension unless it's mega, unless it's a 10-year deal. And most of those guys that don't come up until that age don't get 10-year deals.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got Aaron Judge, just hit sixty-two home runs, and he's not going to get a ten-year deal.
0: Did he come up? I mean, I know he came up like a little, like he wasn't early because he had a lot of the the tall guy struggles that we see with, Mm -hmm. you know, with Cruz and that. Yeah, twenty-four years old, he played twenty-seven games. He's on the same timeline, and here he is, hitting free agency for the first time, going into age thirty-one. That's the same exact timeline as Brian Reynolds, and yeah, I mean. Tell me that Brian Reynolds is going to do that because Judge at 25 years old at 52 home runs. I had back to back 27 home run seasons, so that kind of lines up with the Reynolds stuff. But uh, and then and then to come out on an age 29 and and that would be that would be telling me that Brian Reynolds is going to come out next year and hit 39 home runs and then 62 the next year. Actually, no, not even the 2020 year of judges, which is hard because it's 2020. I don't know, man. I just, yeah, he's certainly not getting to that judge category. No, I'm just talking about about
1: timeline and free agency. Yeah, I'm going off here. I'm
0: rabbit trailing. That's on me. We're already over. I shouldn't be rabbit trailing. But, yeah, that's kind of what I thought. The judge trajectory as far as age and free agency goes, all other things aside, he only has one chance, mm-hmm. and it's before 2026. Yeah, that's we've his been one saying that chance
1: the whole time. That's yep, his. we about that if you, the whole time.
0: yeah, you're not going to buy his free agent years away from him unless, for one, they're like player options where he can opt out, mm-hmm. and go to free agency. Right? Hey, let's lock you up for your age 31 and 32 seasons, but that's you get a chance before that 31 season to opt out. And go to free agency when you're... So if we're not competing and you don't think we're going to be competing for the next two years or he blows up even better than he is and he knows he can really get paid, he can opt out and go to free agency. That's the only way you're locking that guy up. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. It's just... We talked about an extension and I told you, you're only going to buy one year, maybe two years of free agency if you make it really worth it. But the more you think about it, man, the harder it feels like it could be possibly worth it how are you going to tell a guy that he's going to go to free agency again at 33 and expect to make that because you could pay him 30 million a year for those two years. And he still missed out on some money because of the fact that he's missing out on that. The teams that will go six with him in 2026, the teams that will go, I'll sign you from age 31 to 37. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. To pay for those early years to, you know what I mean? Early. And then, I don't know, man. I don't think they, I don't think they can extend him at this point. I think that is done.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: And I think there's some that say money talks. If you offer him the money that he wanted, maybe he then has a change of heart. I don't think so. I think to ask for a trade before you're even in your free agent years, I think somebody had to say something.
1: Yeah. The the relationship had to, had to go South.
0: Something had, to. if not, then this is on Brian Reynolds. And and let me just say that maybe this is my last thought here I would have I would I would expect that from from nuttings side before I would expect it from Reynolds side yeah man and as a fan of the team and, and talking about your favorite team that way like that's not what you're that's not what that's not what you're supposed to do but right but this is still Pittsburgh. this is still the same town. And the fact that we call it a town. If you don't want to be here, I think there's a lot of fans that are going to say, I don't want you here. Yeah, there's going to be fans that boo him there, opening day. I I wonder. If he's still here. I wonder. Maybe not. Maybe those fans aren't going to the game because they're already booing. But like, there's yeah. there's a certain level of pride in Pittsburgh to where you say, no, we want people who want to be here. You don't want to be here. We don't want you here. We've mm-hmm. I've already seen it, and like I said, all of the arguments, guys, all of it. Whatever your side is, no matter how you feel about it, that's how you feel about it. And that's the good thing about sports is that you're you're entitled to that opinion. And I think that it makes the dis- discussion good. If we all agreed on yeah. everything, we wouldn't we wouldn't talk about anything. And that's why these disagreements are okay. But we just don't want to just you know throw everybody else's opinions out the window. The fact that they have a different opinion with you is what makes us have discussion. And that's what we like. So we want to hear the discussion. And I'm going to leave it at this here uh, because I, I know that we are, we're a very positive uh, podcast, right? I mean, we try to be mm-hmm. positive about our favorite team. And we try to avoid some of those, I mean, we had a hard time saying the, the, the laughable, you know, pregnant thing because we just don't, we don't like to go there. Yeah. And I think this is why this is something that I heard this morning at a place I go every Sunday morning. And it made me think of this, right? It says, and this was encouragement. One final thing. (laughs) I know you guys have heard this before. Fix your thought, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable, and right, and pure, and lovely, and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise, <laughs> and not about other things. <laughs> I just say that to say, like, sometimes we avoid the negative things and just talk about the positive things. That doesn't mean there aren't negative things. And this is one of those things that's like, this could come out ugly.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's not fun. So I say, if we trade him, let's just let's just move forward. Make sure it's a yeah. deal that's gonna blow this thing, like and say, okay, if it's gonna go bad, then let's at least get some kind of win out of this. And and Sherrington and Williams and Dang it, Bobby. Even you change. And make sure that this kind of crap doesn't happen here. Because I'll tell you right now, if it happens in New York, nobody cares. Because they'll win next year regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there's so much mm-hmm. hate already coming our way that you can't afford crap like this to happen. Yep. So whether this is whether it's okay for Brian Reynolds to do this or not, it should have never got to this point. You should be treating a guy like that, like gold. Yeah, absolutely. You got any final thoughts? Cause I literally have to shut up now.
1: (laughs) I mean this with the, with all this going down and, and all the stuff that we've talked about here today with Reynolds and the, the whole trade situation, ultimately we got no control. What's going to happen is going to happen. And the greatest part about it, there's still going to be baseball in Pittsburgh come next year.
0: Some would say that's not great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, remember but, when you had to shut up? <laughs> uh, you're right. You're right. I do. I do. Okay. So outside no, of that, it, we're it, no, go ahead. I want you to make yeah, sure that it, you said just your the thing.
1: The fact that baseball's baseball and, and, and these people are going to come and go and that's just the nature of the game. It's the nature of business aspect of of the game. It sucks, it's hard to deal with, but
0: yeah, this isn't 1979 world, okay. anymore, right? right? You can't just people just don't play for the team and then they just play for them until they won out. Because back then it was a lot easier to ask for a trade because there was no such thing as free agency. So yeah. asking for a trade back then was, to me, uh, you know, I would have that would have been a, a completely different thing, because there's mm-hmm. no end. But when they put an end to it and they say, no, this is when you earn it. Well, I think that's what they said. I think that you just don't yeah. do this, but, yeah. but once again, the, I, I could, I could change my mind too. So, all right. Um, what is this? This is, this is the fifth, right? So this is Monday, the fifth The winter meetings go on this week. Uh, the rule five draft, um, Yahore and, uh, and Sanchez were, they were, let, they were put on waivers because they wanted to clear spot for the f- f- rule five draft. So next week we're going to get into the rule five draft next week. We're probably going to get into more of this Reynolds stuff uh, if anything happens. But as far as, as far as this situation, unless new information comes out, I don't see us going down this path again. Um, so, uh, you know what I mean? This, yeah. that's, this is our, that that's why we went long today. We've said what we need to say. If more things come out, I think, you know, by what we said today, I think it's there. It's out there. Uh, nobody has any answers yet. So if, if you're out there saying, you know, more than other people, like you don't have answers either. So I, <laughs> just be honest with <laughs> you, you know, you don't have answers. Um, but so we'll react to the rule five draft next week. If we lose anybody, if we pick anybody up, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I don't know maybe no video next week. we don't really know yet. That's next week, right? No, yeah, we're gonna be after. in no we're gonna be in person next week. You're right. Nope. It's the week after week after all right I'm gonna shut up. Can we finish this thing because I'm about finished here. <laughs> let's go box. Let's go box regardless. let's go box because that's our freaking regardless. team all right.
1: Thanks for listening to my
0: dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Don't forget
1: to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go, Bucks.